see how this Argentina is. They're actually in 15 countries, actually, and they're taking over the whole world. Tell me Australia. Antarctica. Ah, damn it. I was, I was hoping it would be Australia. Australia, Europe, Asia. Well, the question is, how do we deport them? Can't. Fuck. Can't okay. They're an invasive species. Oh, it's not because they're Argentinian, okay? It's because they're ants. Let's just be clear on that. Yeah, we should get... Yeah, they're really annoying. They have no genetic diversity, so they didn't war with each other. Really? Anytime groups of ants, Argentine ants, come t- next to each other, they end up just forming an alliance. They're just real nice with each other? Yeah. That's so weird. I, it's, like, it's like, usually my family fights all the time. I can't imagine, like, ants being like, no, you look enough like me, I won't fight you. You're cool. Yeah. So what happened in, like, in Argentina, in, like, the Amazon rainforest, they would, like, you know, divide up. And then have their own separate colonies, and then they'd start creating genetic diversity. Yeah. Because they'd start mutating. And then once they met up again, they'd start battling for territory. Yeah. And now they're just like, eh. So I guess ants, if they see you're genetically different, they'll just start killing you. <laughs> wow. <That's... laughs> if you're another ant. <laughs> so the, it's good that they're, they're pretty much homogenous now, because they're ultimately racist. So yeah, when they came over to America and all the other parts of the world... They didn't have that much genetic diversity because it was only one type of ant. So then um, they became even less genetically diverse because there was no... One of them, one of the ant species, one of the Argentinian ant species, ended up becoming uh, more... uh, What do you call it? Powerful, I guess. For some reason, it just had more more numbers, and that one won. Well, yeah, it was best suited for its environment, so yeah. it just it bred more than everyone else, and so it became dominant. And then, yeah, in in America, in like Alabama or Louisiana, and yeah, and so they worked together to kill all the native ants of America. Wow, that this is getting dark. <laughs> I mean, I know it's just ants, but this is getting surprisingly dark. <laughs> they killed all the native carpenter ants of California. Wow. And yeah, so those those annoying ants that come out in the summertime. Yeah, that's them. Really? Well, I mean, maybe it's best that they got rid of them. Well, welcome to the Transmit Podcast, where we're talking about ant genocide. Apparently, yeah, we've been recording for three minutes, dude. Wow. I'm gonna cut off the first like minute and a half because realistically, no one cares about your ant talk. I mean, I listen. I'm your friend, and I kind of care. So, <laughs> no, nah, actually, that was pretty interesting. I'm really yeah. glad to know that. Um, yeah, those those ants that are annoying. That's them. That's, they're from Argentina. Damn, those Argentinian ants. All right, so listen, um, in keeping with our new format, I wanted to see if we could find something fun to talk about here. Okay. Have you had a coworker that is, like, more into chicks than you are? Not, not really. Because I, I did, I had, a, I had to train a guy. He was um, supposed to drive and like do everything, and I was supposed to make sure he did everything right and didn't kill anyone. Uh-huh. And he would do the thing where he would like, wait, 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 stay, stay, wait, wait, stop, 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 and make sure he could see like a woman walk by. <laughs> and like all I need to do is, is acknowledge that there is an ass. I don't need to like sit there and be like, wait, let me get, let me burn this into my memory. 
And he was kind of like that. He would like continually be like, wait, wait, don't, 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 wait, close the door so I can use the mirror to see her butt. And I'm sitting there like, dude, listen, I like, I like women. I, I, I swear to God, but we have a job to do. And also I, I feel this is getting creepy. Even for me, this is getting kind of creepy. Yeah. So, um, well, you work at like an art place or you, you do art. So everyone there is a little classier. Yeah, I work. Well, I guess I have a few stories like that. I have a coworker. He's a, uh, the art director. Yeah. And, um, He's he likes he likes girls, he likes the ladies, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't really have any particular stories. Uh, he, he, you know, he, sometimes you just know a guy when they talk about chicks, right? Yeah. He's married, but he still like needs to prove that he is like a virile man. I think he's been married for like twenty years or something, <laughs> something crazy like that. Yeah. And uh, maybe it was fifteen, and like, you know, he'll be like, you know, that's. Uh, who did he like? He's like, you know, that Taylor Swift. That's a good piece of ass right there. Uh, kind of that kind of stuff. <laughs> it's weird. It's like he's like saying, you could you could say like, she, I find her incredibly attractive, and that is infinitely less weird than <laughs> God, what a piece of ass. I'm like, no, that's the implications there. No matter what you say, is that you would like to do a sex on Taylor Swift. I understand that. We, yeah. We're all dudes here. We we get it. <laughs> or like my boss when I'll be showing him, you know, my art. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's just like a concept art of a shopping center, you know, like architectural kind of drawing. And, you know, there's always like people to make it look filled up, you know, to make right. it look like it's lively. Yeah. There's just, actually people in your shopping center. It's not just this barren like <laughs> place that it looks like Chernobyl happened down the street. <laughs> yeah. So he's always saying like, where are all the women that look like they're ready? You know, why is this woman wearing a dress? <laughs> like, I Like I had a woman wearing like a long skirt. Right. You know, I was like. I need some short skirts. <laughs> I need some women with boobs. I need younger women. <laughs> like, well, I, we're not selling like models here. We're, it, it, they're not looking at that. It's not listening. Listen, I wasn't gonna. I wasn't gonna like go with your production firm, but I saw that you put some hot bitches in your design portfolio, and let me tell you, that sold me. Yeah, that's a fine piece of ass. That's a fine piece of ass. Like, and that uh, one looks kind of like Taylor Swift. <laughs> Good job, you guys. Listen, have I, have I mentioned that Taylor Swift is a fine piece of ass? Like, <laughs> no, you have not, sir. Just imagine like a big business meeting in New York, you know. Why do I picture like a robber baron from like the like the 20s, like black suit, top hat, and a cane, weird facial hair? Uh, that's a pretty good visual. I imagine just like a more modern business guy, more modern business setting. Yeah, whenever I met, whenever I hear like someone like speaking like a full on pig, I go full robber baron. <laughs> but they have full knowledge of modern like pop culture. <laughs> like I say, that Taylor Swift, I would like to give her a right good buggering. And takes a puff of a cigar. Take a big, big cigar too. <laughs> but the, and they're still yeah. talking about the Asian market. It's like I say, the Asian market is a little unstable for my tastes. Maybe the Orient will work itself out someday. And when will we be able to look at Billie Eilish? <laughs> yes. I'm waiting for the day that she is yes, appropriate uh, to talk about. Yes, when, when is it not creepy for me to lust after her? It's like, <laughs> well, I mean, you're rich. I mean, well, who's the, who's the billionaire um, guy who ran uh, the island? Oh, uh, are you talking about the pedophile yeah, guy? Yeah, yeah, pedophile island guy. Uh, what's his name? God, we've already forgotten that the media has done its job. <laughs> but look, if you're talking about like that kind of rich guy, you, you you could go probably like to like Malaysia or something and just do that. So whatever. <laughs> like, you don't have to ask when is it okay. You just go to the right like 
cigar lounge. Where the age of consent is uh, lower. Yeah, lower. Shockingly, some would say. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> well, I mean, to him, yes, obviously it would be like, like, gratefully. What's, what's the word? <laughs> like, the normal people would use the word like, whoa. But he would use the word like, whoa. Like in Thailand where it's like 13 or something He's like, like he that. He has like, wow. They have a... Oh, hang on. Uh, listeners, we're getting uh, some production notes. Wait, he's on his way now? Like, the movie starts at, like, 1, right? We start filming at 1, right? Yeah. Uh, he could have come here and listened... Uh, listen, listeners, basically, um, our third host, Manda, she's uh, doing her project for the, uh, the film consortium. Mm-hmm. And so she couldn't be here today. And Mason, my roommate, said he couldn't uh, show up for the podcast. But now here we are just starting the podcast and he's like oh i can totally just ditch out and film well um Here, here's the show talk today show talk today judge we're gonna talk shit about mason isn't the <laughs> yeah we need more uh confrontational yeah we need some tea where's the tea on this guy um conversations on this show yeah like like victor i don't like your face boom <laughs> confrontation i don't like the way that your neck connects to your head, man. I know. It's so gross. <laughs> Damn it. How did you find my one thing that I'm super... <laughs> you know what? What can actually help with it? What, what? This is completely pseudoscientific. Yeah. Wait, did you say completely pseudoscientific? Yeah. Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Hanging. Right. Now, people a- do hanging sometimes for their organs. It, that sounds like you're telling me to kill myself. <laughs> it's just a really elaborate way to tell you to just kill yourself. Just kill Back in the day, people just type kill yourself and hit send. Yeah, now you YouTube. have to take it to the next level That's and like- convince your friend <laughs> that there's a therapeutic means to mess with your neck. Well, no, no, no. Like... People, uh, they'll either what they'll do is they'll hang from their arms on like a like a pull-up bar. Yeah. Do that for like 10, Wait. 5, 10 minutes. Well, how's that going to help my neck? Or you hang upside down. That way all of your... Oh, yeah, yeah. Like that back thing. They talk, the, the teeter-totter thing. Yeah, so all your... It stretches your spine out, stretches your neck too, and just all your organs will just kind of... Because the day pushes you down. Right, because gravity. And, yeah, and then when you lay down, it pushes you down from like, I guess, the chest to the back, right? Yeah. But nothing's really pulling you down from head to toe. That's true. Toe to head. Right. Which also sounds a little sexual. Toe to head? Yeah. Okay, or maybe it just sounds like you're threatening to kick someone. I don't know. <laughs> toe to head. Listen, I, I, listen so, I am that uh, guy that I was talking about at the beginning of the podcast that likes chicks too much, but I don't vocalize it as much. Yeah. Because how often do you hear me saying like, hey, do you want to have sex with that woman? <laughs> I don't know. I thought, and I think I think about that too because there's a different. That's like a different uh, social communication that men have. Yeah, we we all have that desire, <laughs> but like it's just. I think it's a social ineptitude because you should know, a, like you're a dude. We all we got that. But I think it's just the way to connect to other dudes. Like, I guess so. Yeah, I would have pref- that girl. Yeah, I would have preferred he liked like I don't know, like Babylon Five or <laughs> honestly, he's like, what? What do, you, what do you like to do? And we go off that. Like, listen, I. It was just it was just kind of weird, and I don't want to talk about his dick, you know, like even like abstractly. Yeah, for me, like when I'm looking at girls with you or Samantha, I just like you know nudge you, be like, hey, look at that one. Yeah, you know, and I don't. You you, you don't go the full on like 
she is attractive and I would like to insert my body into hers. <laughs> let's look at her for a little bit longer. Yeah, let's look at her for longer than is socially acceptable. I just need acknowledgement that you saw it or I'll keep... I'm going to keep <laughs> bugging you bugging about, you about it. So I'm like, hey, let's see that one. Like, and yes. if you don't give me the correct acknowledgement... Oh. If you're like, which one? Like that one. That one. Is that the, one. The old lady? No, no. To the to the right. The, the, <laughs> that's a, no, that's a dude. No, no. To the, to the left now. Like, no, oh. like, I'm trying to show you a chick. Damn it. <laughs> and then um, you're like, yeah, I saw it. And then I'm like, okay. We're good. We're good. Okay, we're good. Saw, saw we, we all know she's attractive. Okay. We saw that she's attractive. Okay. We to move on with our lives. <laughs> Everything has to come to a grinding halt. <laughs> Everything else, yeah. What if doctors had to do that? Like, if that guy became a doctor, it's like he's sitting there operating on someone's heart. He looks up as like a hot nurse walks by. Hey, hey, nurse, nurse, nurse. Look, she's bending over. You she's see that? Oh, dude, sir, sir, he's losing blood. Sir, sir. Wait, wait, doctor? wait. No. Okay, she's standing up. All right, back. To- <laughs> the patient's dead. Oh, well, but she was she was hot, right? Yeah, she's totally. Yes, doctor. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so listen, I think abstractly for some show talk, we should talk about um, what we're doing today. Hey, actually, can we talk about that? I think we can type. I don't think it's we have a gag order for. We do not. Oh, yeah, we can have pictures of it. But basically. Um, Mega 64 movie? Yeah, we're, we're more and more tightly intertwined with Mega 64 as we're doing their, um, their next, what is it called? Version whatever? Version 4? I think so. Yeah, well, we're we're doing some filming for that today, and that's why uh, that's why Mason is uh, in communicate with us, and uh, yeah. we're going to be some heavies in that in that movie. It's it's, it's really fun. Yeah. I got to help choreograph some stuff. Like, what was it like a year ago now? Yeah, they've been working on that movie for a while. Yeah, I mean, uh, you see the amount of stuff they put out, and you can see why. But uh, that it's cool that now that um, this is paying off in ways beyond just I have to move a ring every month. You know. <laughs> yeah. This is like a part. This is what networking is, right? Yeah. Okay, good. I I'm guess. making sure I'm doing it right. Otherwise, I'm I am I have no clue what the fuck networking is. Yeah, I mean. But basically, I'm sober. I'm uh, I'm relatively uh, you know, capable. Are you sober though? I thought you were drinking some of this. Okay, me. I'm on average. You're buzzed. Okay, when yes, I'm a little buzzed. Okay, but when on fi- average, you're a sober on average, person. I'm a sober. Like when it comes time to work, I'm I'm a sober reliable except for today except for today <laughs> no no i only had one drink it's the filming is in like what what time is it is this considered work i, I consider this a passion project so i can't and also the al- alcohol helps it enhances this one yeah obviously my job where i drive alcohol is not an enhancement but if we get paid for this a little bit of booze might help so let's talk about our first experience i guess we can count that as show talk because it was at the tango del Rey, yeah where we have every show Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, our first filming experience, uh, we we did a fight scene basically. Uh-huh. We're a bunch of masked uh, villains, and uh, we had to like. Uh, so one one of the bad guys. Actually, we shouldn't spoil too much. So let's talk more generally about like our experiences. Um. Oh yeah. I, okay. So here's what I remember. What do you remember <laughs> from Tangled Array? With I remember 64. just standing there most of the time. Well, yeah. I think that's a lot of filming. Is you know you're you you wait until it's time to go right now. And I think we're all ninjas. We're kind of like tactical masked ninjas, yeah, with capes. And we all had like a different weapon. Yep, I had the machete. I chose wisely because the, f- the machete is a power weapon. I forgot what my weapon was. You forgot? I still remember. I don't know. Seriously, that's that's how I keep getting the good lead, the lead role because I keep remembering <clears throat> the sword. I have. It's basically a sword. I think uh, there was only one guy who had, who had a gun. Yeah, like I, I used like- the gun. <laughs> I used the gun. Um, basically, we filmed a scene where I had to like shoot somebody. 
Oh. And um, and uh, basically, you know, we, we, we there's a lot of choreography with that bit, like more so than a lot of other stuff. Yeah, and then Travis was like a Stephen Hawking character. He was. Oh my god. I, yeah. Well, I mean, realistically, um, uh, you were here for when we mentioned that um, he's back. Yeah. But now he has his own wheelchair, so he could he, he could bring. <laughs> Little did he know that he was doing. He's pre- it was like a premonition of a art imitated life. life in that yeah. way. Life imitated art. Life imitated. Oh yeah, sorry, the other way. But oh yeah, but um. But we did film a music video there. Yeah, we did. Were you that part? I of was that? there for that so too. So that that video is out. We can talk about. That's another there. Tango Del Rey. He used the Tango Del Rey like he's getting there as much as we do. <laughs> I know. But what I wanted to say is I I, I was lucky. I managed to um, use some of my martial arts knowledge to help choreograph some of that. Oh really? Yeah. Remember I was telling, oh, you should kick like this, and he could roll his arm out like this. And it looks, and then go to back fist, mm. and it looks all legit. That was really cool. I felt like I really contributed there. So guess who was also there? Who was also there? Who was doing fight choreography? Who was? Fernando Huerto. Fernando Huerto. Huerto? He's, um... I think I am. I'm his friend on Facebook. Filipino guy. Makes sense. Um, Fernando Huerto. He works at Universal <laughs> Studios. Whoops. I'm trying to look him up now. He used to actually wrestle with us in the early days of Super... Uh, before it was even Super Awesome Showdown. Back when oh, yeah. I saw. Yeah, yeah. He's my friend on Facebook. There we go. Yeah, that guy. He's a really cool uh, guy. And he actually did... Not only fight choreography for, for that show yeah. and for the music video that we shot. Yeah. With the big fight scene and everything. But he did fight choreography for fight choreogra- choreography. Jesus. <laughs> You've had like one drink. What the hell? For Jordan Peele's movies. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. Get Out and um, Us. Oh, that's that's pretty cool. And those, there was some interesting choreography because like what, in Us, like that was interesting because uh, that fight scene at the end was like partially dance. Uh-huh. She had to like she was like the the crazy one quote unquote was uh she was like a ball she wanted to have the ballet life that the other one did yeah and so she used like her dance moves to outdo like the or to to initially start winning that fight yeah it was really cool it was a really unique <clears throat> fight and um, that's actually has some basis in reality like um um Bruce Lee he was a dance instructor mm-hmm. that does help your footwork and footwork is a major part of fighting wow Bruce Lee was a dancer I didn't know that oh yeah like there's there's a lot of stuff you didn't know that I know. <laughs> And probably did you very know about Argentine ants, though? I, I did not. And listen, I thank you. I will thank you every day for the rest of my life for enlightening me <laughs> that those little ants. Actually, From Argentina. I, every time I leave a crumb in my room, yeah. they, they come in. And they're well suited for sniffing that stuff out. Seriously, like, uh, there's nothing there. And then I, like, leave a plate on my desk. Like, uh, I get drunk and eat dinner. And while I'm watching a movie and I pass out. And I wake up and it's like, well, I have ants again. See, they're able to adapt, like... I guess for millions of years, they would just eat, like, you know, dead stuff on the forest floor. Yeah. But then these ants are like, oh, we can just eat, like, sugar, and we don't give a fuck. We'll just yeah. eat. We'll just go anywhere. Look, a trash can filled with McDonald's food. <laughs> I gotta eat that. It's not poison to us. <laughs> Sadly, it's poison to us humans. <laughs> I mean, it's delicious poison, but it's poison. You know, and if ants die, they're, they're just easily replaced. Yeah. Seems like whenever you try to kill them, they just like spawn immediately. Exactly, it's like it's like a video game. They respawn, and <laughs> you can never kill them. No, you can never. Oh, God, oh man, this is you know. Okay, so I'm hoping I was hoping this would go well, and I'm glad that we st- we got some good energy. Yeah. Even though Amanda's not here, and really she is the lifeblood of this damn podcast. I have I am ashamed to admit. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let's. I think it would be interesting though if we were more confrontational. If like I was like, no, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just, I'm tired of your shit. I'm tired of your shit, Manda. 
It's like no, if it was me and you. Or, oh, just you. Yeah, if we did that with Manda, it would be too. It would be too much. That'd be too much. She's actually nice. Over. She's nice. What you, that's why I was. That's why I was a little shocked there. Like, what did she do? No, but for us to be interesting, we have to be confrontational. Okay, here, let's find something we disagree on. Um, <laughs> uh, shit, we're friends. This isn't gonna work, man. Yeah, we don't want to. How about we talk, not? And we don't talk about politics on the show. Either. We do not. We absolutely <laughs> do not talk about politics. You well, know what? Or uh, well, okay, I'm okay. gonna talk about politics a little bit though. Oh shit. Okay. So <clears throat> I can delete this if it's if it gets too heavy. <laughs> there are a lot of topics out there. Yes. That haven't been like touched by politics yet. That politicians don't really talk about yet. And I hope they never do. Yeah, because then they're just going to become politicized. Can you imagine like Beto O'Rourke having weighing in on Star Wars? <laughs> I know. Then the- now, now his is the democratic <laughs> viewpoint on Star Wars, and by and by default now, the the, the conservatives have to take a different tack. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine like whoever gets to it first gets the first crack at what the opinion for their party is. Yeah. Exactly. And that's what I was thinking about, like automation and uh, artificial intelligence. Yeah. Those haven't really, well, now they have, but they haven't really been largely talked about by politics yet. Yeah. Until recently. Only Mr. By, Yang, our by boy. One guy, Andrew Yang. But he's talking about automation, not so much AI. I wonder what the, when that actually becomes a, a wedge issue, like what the politics are going to be on, like that, on that. Yeah. Are that's going to be like. Ooh, that, that is interesting. Well, I, I actually really don't know because really large scale, like, the automation they're talking about is um, is still a ways out, mm-hmm. I think. Cause, I don't know. We, we're getting better at in implementing uh, automation into stuff, but even though um, like you can replace a teller mm-hmm. with a, like McDonald's with a screen, mm-hmm. we don't have like an arm that can cook a burger. Yeah. Not yet. They're still working on that. They're working on that. And they're, God, oh, they're trying to work on everything. <laughs> oh, God willing, we'll have a, a burger robot soon. A burger robot. Yeah, and then at one point, it'll be like maybe 50 or 100 years from now, it'll be considered barbaric that we actually made humans do that. I know, right? Like, <laughs> you made a human cook food? What is wrong with you? Well, some people actually really like doing it, you fucking monster. Like, no, no, you ever see the movie Jiro Dreams of Sushi? It was like his, his passion. You, you, you brainwashed him into thinking that was his passion, is what you did. The food hierarchy yeah. brainwashed him. I mean, we had to actually go out... And- and uh, kill animals and at, stuff. Yeah, at one point, before we, we had a factory do it for us. Yeah, now we make farmers do it. Well, I mean, that's so we, we still have people doing it. So. Yeah, I guess so. <laughs> I guess so. That's true. No, I think that if the... But less people have to do it now. Less, exactly. I think that if the, uh, if the future looks anything like the past, in, like more machines equals different jobs, uh-huh. and it will enrich your life mo- for the better, for the most part. Yeah. So it, we just got to learn to adapt. Yeah. And once those goddamn baby boomers die off, we'll be set. <laughs> the baby boomers. Once they fucking die. No, uh, <laughs> my dad's a baby boomer. I don't, I, I harbor them little ill will. Okay. Um, this kind of gives news now. Are we getting into the news? Sure. Okay. Let's make this, <laughs> we're kind of getting into the news. But yeah, I think um, Andrew Yang is, he, he's saying things that, uh, that need to be like at least talked about and brought into the discourse because yeah. it feels like a lot of the the um let's just do a, like a very high level political talk okay <laughs> they're talking about a lot of old stuff it's true and I, mr yang is the only one uh talking about like more modern issues yeah people call him a futurist but he calls himself a presentist 
That's, because it, he believes that... Uh, I really wish he had a better name for that. <laughs> yeah, presentist sounds kind of boring. It huh? sounds... I'm, no, I'm a presentist. Like, ah, come on, man. <laughs> There's got to be a better word for the here and now. Yeah, but like it's 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 fun when like uh, someone comes out and you know he's talking about the future because oh. sci-fi is cool and Star Wars and Star Trek is cool. Oh yeah. So when a guy comes out and he's like, um, he has conversations that have to do with robots. Yeah. And like you know robots taking over, our minds go to Matrix and Terminator, and we're like, okay, that's cool. Yes, uh, I'm interested. I'm interested. Let's let's hear about. Uh, I've well, I've heard seen the movies warning me about this. What what will you do to keep the robot menace from taking over? Well, all the other politicians on both sides are just talking about health care and racism. Yeah, pretty that's, much. <laughs> every politician is obsessed with health care and racism. Race, yeah. <laughs> it's like Andrew Yang sitting there like, um, so yeah, they're, they're building machines to replace us. You, you realize that, right? Like, yeah, yeah, but uh, but health care and racism. Okay, but um, yeah, guys. So that's, they're racist. Those machines are racist. No, those machines aren't racist. They are. And uh, healthcare. <laughs> Wait, how can we weave racism into this one? Racist healthcare. Racist, the most racist healthcare. <laughs> it's like the Klan plan is uh, it, it is undoubtedly racist. Yeah. Oh my god, maybe we are buzzed. We're we're making no fucking sense. All right. Um, well, we're trying to talk about politics without actually taking a side either way. <laughs> listen, I don't want to piss everyone off, okay? Or half. But the both sides talk about racism. And they do. They healthcare. really fucking do. Whether they and just it's just nuanced from there. It's yeah. like, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah. What is and isn't racism? What? How does healthcare good or bad? Yeah. What, so, what? How should healthcare be dealt with? Is basically. I mean, that is a worthy subject, but uh, also <laughs> like they need to like talk about more stuff other than what the talking points are. Yeah, I know. It feels like there. Yeah, there's like three talking points for every election cycle. <laughs> foreign stuff, like foreign policy, right? Mm. War. Yeah. Healthcare and like. The I economy guess, is kind of in there. Maybe four. Economy, yeah. And then the racism. And stuff. how racist is your candidate? <laughs> Tonight at 11. <laughs> yeah, it's it's kind of sad, actually. Yeah, it's like, uh, wait, it's like, is anyone going to realize that like these, are, these aren't really like nuanced or even well-thought-out attacks? This is just the standard attack. <laughs> yeah. It's not like they thought up a new one, like, hey, wait a second, I think this guy's a racist. It's like, no, this is just... Their playbook that they whip out, <laughs> turn to page one. I was like, what do we start with? Uh, let's see. Do they have any tweets in the past? Like, <laughs> okay, but... Okay, like, so, oh, that one That one could be considered racism. We can argue for it. Yeah, so let's, let's rub that one in his face. It's like, well, that's from like 15 years ago. Like, yeah, it doesn't matter. Wasn't that joke acceptable? Didn't Tosh.0 tell that joke <laughs> on camera? It's like, yeah, yeah, uh, but he's not Tosh.0. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter. No, it doesn't matter. That's the, that's the news I kind of want to talk about was that kid who um, was donating a million dollars to charity. What? And uh, they found out he quoted Tosh.0. Like hmm. he told a joke that was like, especially by today's standard racist, uh-huh. apparently. But it was okay for a guy on TV to say it. And so basically Bud Light or whatever, Miller Light, I think, he uh-huh. partnered with him. He like put a sign up at a ball game saying he wanted beer money. He got like $100,000. So he bought a case of beer and said, okay, everything else, I'm going to donate to charity. Uh-huh. And then... Um, Anheuser-Busch or something, paired with him and said, listen, we'll match your donation. And he, it's like millions of dollars. Hmm. And so he's donating a, millions of dollars to charity, and someone still felt the need to go into his Twitter past and find some shitty thing he said. <laughs> because apparently he was like 16 at the time, too. Uh-huh. So, like, we're going to hold, like, this man 
responsible for what he did as a child and not take into account that he's literally donating millions of dollars to like children's hospitals. I think it's I think that gives you some leeway. I'll, I don't know that story. I'll look into it. You but, really should. Uh, it's it's kind of sad. Like when people say that cancel culture doesn't exist, I say um, right, right, right there, right, right there. It does. Yeah, it totally does exist. It's like yeah. you you cancel the guy who, when he was sixteen, said something yes, immature and shitty, but he was a sixteen year old boy, and the only reason you know about him is because he was doing something so altruistic you would have never done it. Yeah. <laughs> See, we have a we have a podcast now. Yeah. And someone could dig through the archives of our, of our podcast. And hear me saying I disapprove of a woman getting a, a director's role as a joke <laughs> and then use that out of context. You said that? Oh, yeah. When Amanda was talking about she had a, uh, a movie thing, it's like, well, it's a it's a women in films thing. It's like, well, I disapprove, but please go on. And oh. it was it was kind of just a joke about me being a sexist. But if you take that out of context or you just put it into print form, mm-hmm. it, it's kind it of looks bad. Yeah. Well, it's like with the um, the Dave Chappelle thing. Mm-hmm. No one's like who criticizes him is showing like video clips of the things in, in question. Mm-hmm. They're like typing it out or they're not even mentioning the jokes in context because you can say like he said trans people are like this. And if you read it dry, it sounds horrific. <laughs> I know. If you take w- half of a sentence <laughs> and remove it from the rest of the joke and read it in that dry like court stenographer voice. Yeah. Like the Bill Burr. Yeah. The Bill special. Burr. Oh, you saw the Bill Burr special? Yeah, he's, well, I didn't see it yet, but I saw that part where you showed oh, yeah. me that part oh, where yeah, he's talking about uh, reading stuff. Like when a girl says no, stop. It's like there's no, stop. You're so bad. And then in the court, it's like, so the woman said, no, stop. You're being so bad. This is awful. <laughs> get you, away from me. Get away. <laughs> like, no, that's not, that's not how she said it. No, 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 no. So let's say, and once again, we found something we agree on, which is cancel culture exists and is crap. Well, yeah. um, But, you know, it's also nuanced, right? Right. You know, sometimes people do. They do say. Sometimes it was like a month ago. If it's a month ago, yeah, totally. And it's like super racist. Yeah, if that's the case, no. (laughs) But no, the cool thing was about that story is the guy who dug up the kid's story or that guy's story or the the tweets, Mm -hmm. he apparently has a bunch of racist tweets oh, okay because <laughs> he also quoted like a rappers and stuff oh yeah and he got canceled oh man so this weird snake eating its own tail of like righteous indignation at least um the guardians of the galaxy director that what's his name james Gunn. james Gunn. yeah he's back he, he came back yeah it's like it, well it, that's the thing like people say it doesn't hurt your like look james gunn is still here but that still hurts your career like he wasn't doing work during that time yeah like Kevin Hart, he he's not hosting the Oscars because he told like four jokes back when those jokes were acceptable to tell, mm-hmm. and he I've already apologized for him, and you want him to apologize again, and that's kind of the lame. And well, people he, don't accept pol- the apologies. No, you like, need you need fresh apologies every every month. <laughs> or when they come out, they're like, he didn't mean it. Like okay, that's I'll, bullshit. <laughs> and it's becoming its own faith system, where it's like, no, no, you have to. Prostrate yourself at the altar of, you know, your your sensitivity yeah. at, at a regular interval and and be like pious to us. Yeah. And so and and the Oscars are suffering because the there's no host and it's super lame because no one is like it'll damage your career. So who's host? There's no, well, no, no. There's no one hosting the Oscars no. right now. No, it's because no one wants to do that shit. It's like it will it will irreparably damage your career. You know who can do it? Who? Maybe Tom Hanks. Um, Uncle Joey. From Full House, he he could, yeah, oh, yes, he could. He's Wait, who's left? He's who's left? Wait, Uncle Joey. This, no, so that's not Bob Saget. It's not Bob Saget. Yeah, he could, definitely could not. 
And it's not the other one with the nice hair. Wait, see, so wait. It's the blonde guy. Oh, that, the blonde guy. Yes, I never <laughs> with a big chin. Yeah, Alanis Morissette wrote that song about. Wait, that's what it's about. Yeah. Really, I I did not know that. She wrote, <laughs> she wrote that song about. What's it called? Jagged Little Pill or something? Yeah, yeah. It's like, I hope you're thinking of me when you fuck her. And yeah. Would she go down on you in a theater? It's like, yeah. well, I mean... Did I bug you in the middle of dinner? You know? Yeah. Well, I'm betting you could probably find someone who would go down on you in a theater. I mean, honestly, if you're if you're a TV star... Yeah. Yeah. He dated her when she was really young, and he was a little bit older, mm. and um, she wanted to, like, you know, maybe she, start a life with him. And He's he like, was like, oh, not- I was like, no, no, you're too young. I don't want to deal with this. <laughs> broke up with her. <clears throat> And then one one time, this is all hearsay. Okay. According to Uncle Joey, I forget his real name, but he said uh, he called her up once and he's like, "I can't, I can't talk right now. I'm in the middle of dinner with my wife, my kids. Man, can't talk." And then you know, hung up. And then the song comes out, Uh-oh. and then he hears that line, "I'd hate to bug you in the middle of dinner." Jeez. Oh, <laughs> okay, I, you know, you learn something new every day here on the Transmit Podcast. Who would have thought that Uncle... So maybe he can't even host the Oscars. No, he cannot. Because the last more is going to come out yeah. with a whole bunch of dirt. Yeah. With all of the dirt. And he's one of the cleanest comics, too. Ooh, that is rough stuff. No, I think, say, like, you'd have to go non, non-comedian, non just go Tom Hanks. Just oh, there say, we go. Or he's have, at this point, you know, if, if he was still alive, Mr. Rogers. Tom Hanks is the one that, like... He's um, playing Mr. Rogers, so... Those, uh... Conspiracy theorists on the right, the right conspiracy theorists. Oh, damn it! No, we're talking about politics. <laughs> well, just say conspiracy theorists. Okay, okay. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> we'll cut that out. Tom Hanks. Again. Tom Hanks is the one where like there's certain conspiracy theorists out there. Yeah. That think he may or may not be a uh, pedophile. Okay, I think everyone is going to have that <laughs> thrown in their face at some point now. Yeah. Honestly, because I. Either racist or pedophile. Yeah. If someone some, doesn't like you. If someone doesn't like you. They'll call you uh, all sorts of horrible stuff, and it's all just like. Unless you can like show him like in a clan hood or something, I at this point it's it has so little cachet with me. And here's here's the thing that's weird about him. What's that? On his Twitter, he he likes to take pictures of pears, but where the pear is missing, so he'll like to take a picture of like a sock. Oh, okay, I thought it's like like fruit. I'm like something like <laughs> pears, but how is the pear miss? How do you know there should be a pear, <laughs> uh, the the fruit in the picture if it's not there? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> what context? How did you figure out the context? Unless it was like an atomic bomb dropped. Yeah, right. Like took a shadow picture, you know? <laughs> it's like that's the, that's what tipped everyone off. <laughs> there used to be a pear there. But it's only, it's not like humans or anything. <laughs> just Tom Hanks just wants the fruit, you know? It's like, God, he, wow, Tom Hanks might not be the nicest guy in Hollywood. He had an atomic bomb strike to make this art. <laughs> no, but it's it's gloves and socks and shoes. And oh, okay, stuff. that makes more it's sense like now. when there's a piece missing of something. Oh, man. I okay. guess that freaks people out. I guess some people, listen, he's the nice guy in Hollywood. He doesn't mean he's, like, all nice. <laughs> yeah. And that being said, you know, I think this is a good place to leave off. Yeah. All right, so thank you for listening to the Transmit Podcast. I'm your host, Spike. I'm Victor. We'll see you next time. <laughs>